Howdy there. Today on Desktop, we're going to be talking about our desk childhood. Desk pop, Brian. It's desk pop. I say desk pop. You bent it and you fucked it. I say desk pop. Oh, damn. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Okay, hold on. We're talking you fucked about, me up. We're talking about silly things that we did uh, on the playground when we were children. No, 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 no. The show we just did uh, and taste testing Coke. No, no, no. You're eight. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> I can't do anything right. Howdy. Today on Desk Pop, we're talking about our childhood role-playing games, show we just wrapped up, Wild Ducks Flying Backward, and we're taste testing Orange Vanilla Coke. This is Desk Pop, and I'm Andy. And I'm Brian. <laughs> Just, just your pals. We're your pals, and we're soon to be your very good friends, and then eventually your best friends. We're gonna both be the best men in your wedding, or maids of honor. There we go. Have you seen that Patrick as, Dempsey as movie where he's the maid of honor? No. But it's like M A D E, like he's maid of honor. N- no, but that sounds like a movie that came out in like the early 2000s. It did for sure. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It sounds like oh, mid a, mid to late 2000s, I think. It's like a kooky yeah. wedding crasher slash um, what is it? Kicking and screaming. I think he's like in love with the bride too, but they're best friends. Yeah, it's a whole. Thing. Yeah, that sounds like yeah. it. Oh, yeah. you already said that. Yeah, my brain shut off right now. So. <laughs> my brain hasn't turned on yet. So, great. Yeah, I set I set an alarm for ten thirty, uh-huh. so I have like my thirty minute like wake up before the podcast. I'm so sorry. And then I saw your thing. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna be a little late, and I was like, okay, cool, just keep me updated. And so I set my alarm for an hour later, went back to sleep, woke up, and then saw you were gonna be there at one. So I was like, okay, cool. So I set my alarm again for twelve thirty, uh, and when I did that, it was still on PM and not AM. Yeah. So I fell back asleep again. Yeah. And then Dana woke me up and was like are you going to record this podcast? And I go, yeah, we have, I have an alarm set. Yeah. And it was one twenty at that point. And I was like, <gasps> yeah. So well, you, we know when you're running late to something and you're like, Oh, I'm, I'm almost there. Like, I'm going to be there. I, uh, I'm going to be there soon. Like I'll be there an hour. There just becomes a point where it's like, okay, you know, I'm not going to be there soon. So yeah, I'll be there when I'm there. You know, I'll be there when I get there. You piece <laughs> of shit. I am an honor to be invited somewhere. So just wait. No, you send them a list of <laughs> demands. When I get there, I want a bowl of orange Skittles. Oh, I want a bowl of Peeps, even if they're out of season. You better know I'm coming. You better have stocked Dana's up. Dana's been obsessed with Peeps, yeah. and I haven't told her about my tirade against Peeps yeah. when I was talking to you about it. Yeah, I feel like every time I have that. like an obscure interest, Dana also always likes it. That's what it said. Like, every time I tell you something, you're like, oh yeah, Dana does too. Dana likes that too. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I don't I don't like that. That's weird. That's fucking weird. Don't you don't you don't you try anything, Brian. Me and Dana are going to get married. I t- told her hello today, so. Can I be the maid of honor? You can you could be the maid of honor if you play your cards right. Yeah, I would be honored. I'd be maid of honor. You 
M-A-D-E. Yeah, that's, a, that, that's what I meant. Yeah. When people read the subtitles of this podcast, they'll yeah. see that I meant made, M-A-D-E. They, I just don't want them to confuse. Like, I don't want them to get your, like, you know, gender expression wrong, you know. Well, gender doesn't exist, Brian. Well, it's a construct, yes. Not in this Not in this podcast. It, it's not a construct in this podcast, or it doesn't exist in this podcast? Both. It can't be a construct if it doesn't exist. That's a good point. So! <laughs> so what have you been up to, Andy? Tell me. Give um, me a little recap of your previous week. Well, we just finished the a show that we were both in, Wild Ducks Flying Backwards. Yes, we did. I no longer have to have four monologues crammed into my head anymore and i've already forgotten them what are you gonna do with that extra brain room are you feng shuiing your brain no it's just more of i feel like i have more ram ah uh, yeah like my my short-term memory is a lot better because i don't have to constantly remind myself of the of the lines <laughs> and say them in my head sure a bunch sure so i could just think more clearly which is great but i've been using this extra space to work on my show proposal which oh. is due on monday oh and, we'll uh, talk about that a little later i think yeah so i've been yeah. working on that um i recently got my hair cut i've been waiting to get my hair cut for a while yeah. i had a pinterest board and i actually got my hair cut at ulta mm-hmm. um and that was strange because they were like taking a bunch of pictures of me like we never have men in here so we want to <laughs> take a bunch of pictures of you so we can send them to our boyfriends and let them know that guys do get their hair cut here and i was oh. like yay I mean, great, great, and wonderful. I'm maid of honor. Yeah, that's gonna be, <laughs> that, that's gonna be the phrase of the day. <laughs> of course, the picture I showed them, like I, my hair doesn't look like the picture that I. Yeah. Showed. It never, it never does. It never does. The problem is people don't explain things well when they most stylists. And I'm saying this. I'm not criticizing stylists. I used to be one, so I'm uh, also accepting this blame. But oftentimes there is a disconnect between what someone shows us and we like internally go like, okay, here's what I can make happen. But we don't always share that with the person. We're just like, we'll try and get as close to that as possible. But sometimes your hair just isn't the right texture or whatever. I think you probably could have gotten your hair cut closer to the picture. But yeah, because I I thought that that might happen. So I had like six pictures and I showed them all. I showed her all six. Yeah. And I doubt this is something super um interesting to talk about so i won't go into like my deep-rooted psychology (laughs) deep-rooted of my hair but know that i was kind of happy at the beginning Mm -hmm. um a gust of wind hit my hair as soon as i walked out of the place and now i'm questioning oh it still looks really nice i still really like it well that's good i don't want you to question whether or not it's good you can i think it's perfectly fine to question whether or not it looks like the picture you showed so that's been going on, and recently my cat made the switch to an all-soft food diet to uh, a, a crunchy, hard food diet. Have you said your cat's name on the podcast yet? No, my cat's name is Alamao, A-Y-Y-L-M-A-O. Um, she's also, can, she also can be called Ayla Meow, Ayla, uh, Miss Kitty, and Cat. But don't call Dad. her late for dinner. <laughs> So, what have you been up to, Brian? <laughs> well, I've also been working on that show with you that just concluded uh, Friday night. So, I have two full weeknights not devoted to anything anymore, which is, like, such a nice feeling. 
oftentimes I get so bogged down with uh, accepting responsibilities that all my weeknights get tied up into doing things. So it's nice to like, wow, I have times I can actually plan to do things now. Uh, yesterday I went to Fiesta, Texas. It was a good time. That was your second trip to Fiesta, Texas with him, correct? Yes, with nice. my, my man and his uh, youngest nephew and his oldest nephew. So that was that was fun. Um, How old were they? His youngest nephew is 10. His oldest nephew is 28. So. Oh, okay. You say nephew and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, like a fucking four-year-old No, kid. no, no. It's like, I mean, it is his nephew, but yeah, he's older. Um, How old is your boyfriend? 35 that's just so weird to me <laughs> like having just the the age jump i just assume everybody's my age yeah well i'm older than you too yeah yeah and i forget that a lot yeah. i'm an old man you fucking old hag. <laughs> i wonder how many times i've made that joke <laughs> i don't know i don't know but i feel like i'm just just i have a shovel and i'm just lightly digging at that self-esteem every time i'm just like i'm gonna i'm gonna strike gold <laughs> sorry um, but please continue. So we went to Fiesta, Texas. We were in line for every time we would get up to a line, like we sat on the coaster and then it would be closed down. Like, and this happened at least two times. We would get to the front of the line, get seated on the coaster, and then it would get shut down for just various reasons. So it wasn't weather related. Oh, I'm getting there. Oh, okay, great. There was all, so these these incidents were not these were roller coaster malfunctions. We would get to the the two that we got to right one of them we sat on, one of them we got to the gate where it's like about to open and you can go sit in the car. Mm-hmm. So both of those, it was just random. They they were like it's a mechanical thing, I don't know, we're calling over the guy to come look at it. So we left. Well, it turns out that yesterday or yesterday there was a high wind advisory in San Antonio and the in the park i guess and so it was a really really nice day and you could almost not feel the wind inside the park because there was so much stuff around you but i guess because of the coasters are so high i was told that some of them have been known to roll back if the wind is too high so like they they shut them down so i got to ride i can count on one hand the pirates cove it's like a little dark ride you like shoot things in uh-huh um that was the first thing we rode the second thing i rode was the train like this the train that you use to get to different sections to just go around the park okay and they wouldn't even let you do a full ride on it because there were so many people in the park who couldn't ride anything else so they were like all right you have to get off at the next stop which is not like a full circle how do they enforce that every time you get to the thing you they make everyone get off and then they reload i mean you could probably run back up to the thing and get back on but you would have to run. So that was, I mean, I had a good time still. I enjoyed enjoyed who I was with. And, um, yeah. So it was nice. It was nice. Other than that, rushed over here this morning. I uh, brought a, an orange vanilla Coke for us both to try, even yeah. though I've taken a sip of an orange vanilla Coke Zero. Okay. I've been seeing these advertised obnoxiously I have everywhere. actually, I've liked the advertising. I don't know if you've noticed like the billboards and stuff where it'll have the text curved kind of just keep an eye out. It's really nice. I haven't been paying attention. I just know that I've been seeing a lot of commercials with it. There's three things that I hate right now. Okay. 
I hate the orange Coke commercials because it's everywhere and it's getting drilled into my head. I haven't seen a commercial yet. I've just I've seen getting, billboards. I've been getting bombarded oh, like okay. internet ads and I have ad blockers. So the ones oh. I get through, it's like orange Coke. The other one is on YouTube on my phone. I don't have premium. Oh, so okay. I get ads sure. and that YouTube original where it shows that guy and he goes, who the hell you think you is? I've not seen that either. <laughs> I've heard that what the a fuck? billion times. Every single time. I, I don't know what YouTube original series it is or what, but I <laughs> fucking hate it. Like, I, I want to avoid watching that show because I've seen it. I want you the... to tell me what it is so that I can go look it up and watch it. Okay. Uh, I don't know what it is, but I'm sure I'll see the commercial <laughs> next and I'll, I'll let you know. And the third thing that I hate is... Um, I haven't had high, high hopes for a minute. That song is everywhere. Yeah, Panic at the Disco. It It is fucking everywhere. I don't have a Bluetooth yeah. radio because I'm borrowing my roommate's car. So sure. I hear it twice on the way to school. I hear it when I get into the school. <laughs> I heard it at the hair salon. I heard it like, I hear it ever. I hear it when yeah. I'm grocery shopping. It's everywhere, bro. You just got to wear earplugs everywhere. You know, I have high hopes that <laughs> they'll stop. Uh, I actually really, I love that song, but I agree. Like it's, I always hate the general like, stuff gets overplayed. Like, stuff does get overplayed there's so much new music that comes out i mean top 40 stuff could be cycled through a little bit faster it's a good song but i am tired of listening to it at the moment i thought it was a great song when i heard it a couple times but i am i hate it now that i the other panic of the disco song that i have been hearing more recently that i really really love uh hey look ma i made it have you seen the video for that no i don't watch music videos. it's uh muppets it's really, really good. I would watch it. Hmm. Um, I don't usually watch music videos either. I just happen to. I've been on a Muppet thing lately. I know you know this, but I'm saying this so they know this. I've been on a Muppet thing. I've been on a Muppet. My Muppet phase was a year and a half ago. I wanted to make my own Muppets. Let's and make do a, it. I want to make a shot-for-shot shot recreation of the opening number of Lamez oh. with Muppets oh. in like a green screen. Oh, That's one of my dreams. Your magnum opus. Man, if I could put up full stage production of Lamez <laughs> with Muppets. I mean, you could do that Man. for your show. I, I, I never, I never sent you the link to the, the video of the high school that put on alien as no, but I did play. see a photo of it or something. It's insane. Yeah, do it. Let's make a, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what we would do. <laughs> we can brainstorm some stuff. We can get like James Franco's, um, rise of the planet of the apes. Yeah. Um, stage adaptation. What do you think? I'm not a fan of the apes, but I will... Rocky. Support it. Jaws. Yeah? Make Jaws that a musical. That seems more like a passion project for you. Yeah, that would that would be... Mm, mm, mm. That'd be cool. Oh, you can have, like... You know those <laughs> you know those Chinese New Year dragons where, like, yeah. multiple people are in them? You can have a shark like that, and the people could be on rollerblades. There you go. And so, Jaws then on could, skates. So then you could incorporate my love of rollerblades. <laughs> they could like the shark would glide around the stage yeah That'd i'm into cool. this idea that sounds really jaws cool. on ice jaws on ice or jaws on wheels I everyone's saw, in skates <laughs> i saw this billboard the other day as we were going to fiesta texas for a disney on ice thing called mickey's search party and i was like <laughs> 
We can't fucking find him. You guys <laughs> I was like, to help what? Us. This is serious. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Like, it seemed morbid, you know? I don't know. Mickey's dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's been 48 hours. And one of Mickey's the... gone. You're going to have to let him go. So Dana and I got a haircut, right? And we were at... Together? You got your haircut? Yeah, we went to the same salon. Okay. We both had the same stylist. Okay. It, yeah. My phone died, like, seconds into walking in. So during her haircut, which took about an hour and a half, which yeah. is an eternity when you don't have your phone. Yes. They had two issues of Texas Monthly. Ah. Your was, favorite magazine. I was flipping through it. And you I told learned, me. I was flipping through the magazine, and I learned that there is a novel that is a fan fiction about the Happy Day show. Are you familiar? Oh. Like the Fonz? Yeah. And it's about, I, I think his name is Richie. He grows up to be a Hollywood screenwriter or something. And the Fonz dies in a motorcycle accident, but <laughs> he God. suspects foul play. So he goes to try to Jeez. find who was behind the Fonz's death. What is this? I don't know the name of it, but I'm sure if you wow. look it up, you can find I want to read this book, Brian. <sighs> and I learned about this in the December issue of Texas Monthly. Oh, so it's recent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, let's put that on ice. And let's give, uh, let's go ahead and try, try this Coke and see what we think. So I did have the Coke Zero version last night. I opted, I usually, and as you know, I usually drink Coke Zero. But I think I have a hypothesis it will taste better with the full sugar. Um, but let's do some ASMR taste testing. Come on. Okay. Personally, I think that this is, I think the vanilla flavor is going to overwhelm the orange. I am a Coke purist. I don't think you should put anything in anything in the Coke. No vanilla, no orange, yeah. no cherry, oh. nothing. Just pure Coke. No, I'm all about that cherry Coke. Okay, well, let's all go right. ahead. Let's give it a good... So, I was wrong. Yeah, you were. Actually, so, the most prominent flavor of the whole thing is the vanilla. There's light... Really? There's light tinges of orange, but you cannot taste the Coke part of this at all. I See, I have opposite feelings. I feel like the orange is overpowering, I can barely taste vanilla, and I agree, you can hardly taste any Coke. Like it's just can't... like a creamsicle soda. Yeah, I think that's a perfect description. <laughs> There's... There's no Coke. It doesn't taste like there's Coke in here, but they put Coke on the bottle to sell the brand. Yeah. They made it caramel colored, dark caramel. Yeah. I don't. I, I'm i not a huge fan of this. Again, I am a Coke purist. But we are loyal to the bit, and we will both finish these uh, two liter bottles that I bought. 
Speak for yourself. <laughs> I brought my own separate can of actual Coke. You did. So I can water it down. When you were getting that earlier, I was like, no, no, no. We have orange vanilla Coke. Well, you don't need that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I can't. I can't cheat on Coke like that. This is, <laughs> this is horrible. I, so I think I might be wrong. I think I might like the Coke Zero version better. I wish I had bought two of each. Yeah, when you said we were going to do taste testing, yeah. I, I thought that there were going to be options yeah. different yeah. different ones but no that that was it that was it taste test done all right what's your give it a nine coke bottles out of or g- out of one out of nine <laughs> give it a one out of nine all right so on a one out of nine scale <laughs> nine being the best i would say that this is about a it's about five I think there's yeah. no burn when it goes down. Yeah. Like most carbonated beverages. And I feel like that is the nail in the coffin for me. If there was that burn, I think it would be maybe a six, six and a half. I, I'm going to have to agree. I think I'm between a five and a six. So I guess I'll go five and a half. Um, I would drink it again. I might enjoy it on a nice sunny day in the park. But it's not something I would opt for every day. I would never go out of my way to get this. If it was the only, if it was between this and water at a party, I'd be drinking this. <laughs> and I feel like this would taste really good mixed with, with um, alcohol. Yeah, I could see that. We'll have to do another taste test later with that. Yeah, we'll take. We'll we'll see how many shots it takes before <laughs> before you can't taste Coke. Before zero we anymore. can't speak or anymore. Orange Coke. Um. So, something you said is actually very interesting to me. I, the most important part of soda to me is not caffeine, though I think I do have a caffeine addiction. The most important part of soda is that burn of the bubbles going down your throat. Yes. Um, that is why I like Topo Chico so much in the bottle. Have you ever tried that? No. Where can I find it? Uh, I'll bring you some. I mean, you can get it almost anywhere. Is H-E-B. it that stuff with the marble? No, that's uh, ramen. Okay. That's also carbonated, but I don't. It's not good to me. It looks so neat. It's like a niche thing. Like you should do it just to do it, just to like pop the little bubble in, the marble in, and like. Yeah. Uh, that was like anime club days. Get that and some Baki and watch some. We're on high school host club. No. I don't like that gesture. You're like head bobbing. Get some. Watch some Hamtaro. I miss that show. It was a good show. I I didn't. I really... miss role playing with my friends as Hamtaro on the playground. Jesus Christ, <laughs> man! I remember one of the funniest things that ever happened on the playground. Uh, we were all me and my friend group were really hyped for smash brother the new smash brothers smash brothers mm-hmm. brawl sure and uh we were role playing as the different smash brothers characters <laughs> running around doing stuff and one of the people in our friend group he was supposed to be pit okay and we were like running up a slide or something and i thought it'd be really funny if i like pantsed him in front of everyone <laughs> which, which character were you I, I think it was like mario or something oh yeah so it was like in the, mario. In the spirit of mario you know <laughs> and i pants him and he freaks out and he scrambles to get his pants back on. And when he's doing that, he's like, like tumbling down this like Jesus. twirling slide. 
And when he finally gets Jeez. the pants on, like other people showed up and were like, ah, oh, what's going on, Pit or something? And he goes, I'm not Pit anymore. <laughs> Did he become Dark Pit? And we were like, what? What's wrong? And he goes, Pit died earlier of embarrassment. Ooh. And he, he just switched. He's Dark flash. Pit now. That's great. Um, I, I role played a lot of Bionicles. Uh, oh, I, was wait, I did too. I did too. I was Kopaku. I was the like the icy one. I we played Bionicles differently than you did. Probably I was oh. the narrator. Oh yeah, that was much different than we did. <laughs> yeah, I would kind of follow everyone, and I'd be like, "Oh, there are a bunch of enemies coming over there," and like, did you have fun narrating? Yeah, I was like, I was basically, this is before I even knew about Dungeons and Dragons. I was basically okay. DMing them. Okay, okay. That's basically what was happening. Sure. Roleplayed that, roleplayed Power Rangers, roleplayed Hamtaro, roleplayed, um, this was my best friend's idea when we were younger. She had the idea to roleplay the son, the children of Yu-Gi-Oh characters. Ooh. So that was a very deep fanfic we were role playing. Whenever you go into the into the <laughs> fan fiction, that's always the Oh yeah, we we created our own day. material. Um I believe she was the daughter of Yugi. Mm. I was the son of Merrick. <laughs> yeah. And then our other friend was the son of Joey Tristan. I don't remember. I'll Dark be magician honest. <laughs> Um, who who in your canon in your head canon who was the uh mother of merrick like merrick oh there was no they... there was no like mother i didn't have like a mom there oh, was no mom. thought process on that it was just like oh and there was no process on like who like yugi got with to have a kid it was just like i'm sure she probably thought like taya or something but it was just yeah. oh okay taya was everyone's mother <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that's me that, that's that, my that, childhood that fan fiction yeah that is that is some dank yeah stuff what did you so you role played smash brothers bionicles smash brothers bionicles we had this whole thing where it was like boys team and girls team ah yes my favorite game and we were like ah, all women are evil i thought gender was a construct they're all bad no, this is back when we were under the uh, the heavy iron thumb of the patriarchy. <laughs> okay. It was like enforcing gender. Of the mainstream public school system. <laughs> yeah, they're forcing, forcing gender norms down our throats. Gender norms and quotations, of course. Of course. Um, so we would do that. We didn't, like, we, it, we just did a whole lot of nothing. It was just a whole lot of scheming that sure. nothing really amounted to anything because we weren't really on the same page because we couldn't really work with the other team to like sure to come up with the narrative yeah because they were working (laughs) against us so it was just okay so we know we're against each other yeah but neither of you knew each other's goals or motivations yeah there wasn't an objective or a reason why you were upset with each other yeah no there was i was just very into the um the the business side of it i I was like all right everybody who's on the boys team needs an id card and so i would make everybody's id cards and then i would all right you need a code name and you need all these stuff fill out this form get it back to me and then i'll make your card it was just this very 
bureaucratic. Jeez. There's a there's a process that you have to go through to be on the boys team. There is, yeah. Yeah, we had we had one girl on the boys team. That's good. That's her, progressive. Yeah, we were pretty cool. She her thing was she had really long nails, and when she got really mad, she would just like, scratch people and she would draw blood. Oh my god! We oh need god. you, Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Uh, what else did we do? I made really shitty comic books. Yeah, I did that as well. And uh, I put them in the library, and people could check them out. Oh, that's and wholesome. They let us use their laminating machine, so mm-hmm. we would do that. And every time we had library time, we would grab all the comics that we... I had my own comic company. It was called Andy Company Incorporated. <laughs> and when you abbreviated it, it was Andy Comic. Like Aww, comic. yeah. Yeah. And we would go and grab a bunch of comics that we made and hand them out to people. And people would complain, other people are working with you on this comic, so why isn't it called Andy and Daniel and Derek and Jimmy and Bobby Comic Incorporated? And I'm like, because the name's fucking stupid. Good point. That's a very good point. (laughs) Two words. Walt Disney Company. That's three words. So wait, were these your friends that were upset they weren't on the comic name? No. These were just other people. Other people were trying to stir shit. In like fifth grade, and there were all these controversies that we had to use PR to come out. They they would like accuse us of tracing, <laughs> and we're like, we would never fucking trace on the, the. You're crazy. This is this is false. These allegations are ridiculous. I have a fun little childhood story to share with you. Right. I was nine years old. I believe this was like fourth oh, grade. Me too. You were nine years. Whoa, small world. <laughs> Um, and I was really into Pokemon, obviously. Mm-hmm. Always have been, always will be. Uh, with my friends, we were reading this Beckett Pokemon magazine thing and, like, talking about Pokemon. Gold and Silver was out. Those were my favorite Pokemon games, still are. We were kind of role-playing, I guess, Pokemon. Anyway, one of my friends starts telling us this story about a Pokemon named Celebi. And we were like, what are you talking about? Like, there's no... You're crazy. Celebi isn't real. And this was obviously before the movie had come out. The... I forget what that one is. The Celebi and the Tree of Life type thing. Yeah, but I don't know the title of it or whatever, but... Yeah, it's Pokemon... Was it Pokemon Forever? Yeah, yeah, Forever. Yeah, yeah. that's correct. So, I was like, oh, okay, Celebi, like, that sounds made up, whatever, you're just lying to us, cool, like, your dad works Pokemon, yeah, whatever, you know, those kind of lies. Yeah. And, um, I go home, I'm reading my little Beckett magazine on the bus, I found a drawing of Celebi. Yeah. A fan-made drawing of Celebi, and I was like, this is Celebi! I was like, uh, whoa! <laughs> so, from this fan drawing, I had the great idea... To then make my own drawing. Yeah. So this is like playing telephone with a bunch of six-year-olds drawing things. I don't know how old the person who was that drew the first thing, but it was not good. Yeah. Um, so I drew my version. And was I, it better? I tried to make it intentionally worse so that it didn't look like I just copied it. Like, I remember that thought going through my head. Oh. And I was like, okay, well, I can't do it like... Um, I've always done drawing and stuff, but I was like, okay... I can't make it look like I just, like, copied this thing. It has to be, like, my own. I have to make it look a little worse, look, like, different. Um, I come to school the next day, 
with this drawing of Celebi that looks like shit. Why didn't you not bring the magazine? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Andy. That would be a great idea. So I go to lunch with my friends, and at lunch I pull out this drawing of Celebi, and my friends tore me to shreds. They were like, this, what is this? I was like, this is Celebi, you were talking about it. And he was like, this looks like garbage. And I was like, oh. And I, that was the moment I realized, like, oh, so this like wasn't like anywhere close to being a good idea. <laughs> like, <laughs> there was no... There's no payoff, there's no execution that happened well, like, nothing was good about this, so. That's great. And that's where all my anxiety comes from, (laughs) that moment. That reminds me of one of my cousins, I think one out of every three, one out of every three people, and this is a made-up statistic. Sure. um, Goes through, like, a, a drama phase where all the attention needs to be on them for a certain... Well, I had a cousin that was like that for a really long time. And one of the things that she insisted on for the longest time was that she was the character designer of Darkrai, the Pokemon. I love this lie so much already. Like, she sub- there was a fan <laughs> contest, and she designed the Darkrai oh, drawing this. and submitted it, and it was approved. Yeah. And that she cre- like herself created the Darkrai Pokemon. Yeah. And this is, like, in sixth grade. I love this. Wow. <laughs> wow, good job on making Darkrai. Where are them royalties, my dude? I just love how, like, the lie is not that you are a character designer who designs for Pokemon. The lie is, like, a more manageable lie. I created just one Pokemon, and it was great And here. Like, that's it. Yeah. Like, don't call me on my shit. Obviously, I didn't design all these Pokemon. Just one. I just made Darkrai. Just Darkrai. Yeah. You got something to say? (laughs) You can't prove to me that I didn't make Darkrai, can you? Jeez. Yeah, so... I love that I just remember calling her out on it all the time, and she was like, you get... I made Darkrai. I don't know what to tell you. I made Darkrai. Like... How do you argue with someone who's so... uh, Sure. How topical. Well... One thing, after the show, um, my sister's fiancé texted me, and he goes, Good job tonight. I enjoyed the show, even though the LSU professor shamed you for not being a grad student. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like... I didn't know your sister went. Yeah. And your sister and her fiancé. She was right in front of me. Oh, really? It was her and her fiance's goal to get me to break character the entire... They were whispering my name. They were making faces at me. The part where I... This was the second night? Yeah. Okay. The part where I'm supposed to do, like, the ugliness and beauty poses where I'm freezing. I was looking straight at them, and Chase, that's my sister's fiance, uh, was like... just loudly wheezing and i could see his body bobbing from just laughing and i had abs of steel of i can't laugh i'm a die and then during the kissing scene my grandpa was right in front of us and he refused to make eye contact with me for the rest of the show after hilarious but anywho so there was that Um, i love how like in your mom and her boyfriend sat there the night before in the front and like I was watching from the back, so I could see your mom, as soon as the kissing scene started, 
uh, you're looking up and down this pane of glass with someone else on the other side, also looking up and down this pane of glass. And your mom is just like horrified, closing her eyes, like, oh no, not my baby. <laughs> like that kind of like look. I was like, oh. And then during the beginning, where like the first 20 minutes while yeah. everyone's finding their seats, we're supposed to be pantomiming, like reading a book. Right. My dad is filming me, taking pictures <laughs> on his phone, screaming my name. Like, Andy, Andy, hey, Andy. <laughs> I can't look at you. I'm doing a thing. I love that. Stop. And then he was stalling for time whenever we were doing our warm-ups just so we can watch. And he was taking oh, pictures of that, Oh, that was too. your dad. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And so when we were doing that exercise of yeah. for dropping everything from the outside, blah, blah, blah. I hear my dad's voice just talking to the ticket lady. <laughs> like I can't focus on anything. I just That's so hear funny. my dad. Um. Well, I'm glad your whole family came out to support you. That's really nice. Yeah. I, um, the people I invited were like, that was like, there were a lot of funny things. And like, that was funny. I don't know what was happening and I don't know what this was, but yeah, it was funny. <laughs> I was like, that's good. Yeah. My show, I hope to, uh, kind of what Dr. Baldwin was saying, how people will leave going. I don't know what any of that meant but I enjoyed watching it. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. It was really nice the second night having the original adapter of the play there. Right. Who knew what I was saying. So I was being verified the entire time during my final scene. He was like giving me head nods and he was like <laughs> crying. And I was like, there we go. I, I know I'm saying these lines right because obviously he's getting, he's understanding what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Yeah. Baldwin's in the back with me. Like, I'm making him cry. I did it. I did it. I made him cry. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good comment that was just made. Yeah. Any, Hilarious, I I would say. We got to we gotta get to stepping. Uh, we got to wrap things up like a present on Christmas morning. We got to take the old Heel Toe Express out of here. We got to take out the trash. And by trash, I mean myself. We got to... We got to... <laughs> File our tax returns. <laughs> I do need to do that. Jeez. Yeah, it's important. I haven't done that yet. Don't, don't forget. I'm glad. I'm glad I reminded you. Well, anywho, thanks for listening. Uh, I'm your pal, uh, Andy. And I'm your buddy Brian. This has been Best. Boy.